Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. He's the pride of Fairbury, an average Joe. Bill Dolman, the professor. I had a 6 ACT in 1967. One time I got an A and my grandma beat me for cheating. Now with Hale Varsity Radio. Into Hour 2 at Hale Varsity, we're powered by Cornhead Lager. Can watch the show, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel, different uh, streaming platforms on X with uh, ESPN Omaha 590 KFOR. And, uh, of course, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. You hear the name. It's Bill Dolman, pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports. And uh, the professor at Bill Dolman's where you find him on Twitter. Billy D., you're hunkered down in your office. You are doing the math right now on uh, how Connor's Nebraska. GPA. Yeah, how is that going? Oh, no. Well, uh... I'll let him talk. But I just I I don't have to count that high. <laughs> I don't need a calculator. Do you know Connor's middle name is Mahomes? No, no, it's no. <laughs> I think we I think we should just drop that bit right now. I thought it was underscore. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather have that. I'll take all the heat for the Twitter handle all day long. <laughs> Pretty good. Well, Bill, we were talking a little bit here about the departure of Harbaugh, and that opens up uh, a, a spot for not only a, a team to make a jump if Michigan can't hold serve when it comes to control of the league, but also the, the who's going to be the main character in the Big Ten. And we talked, talked a little bit about, you know, Matt Rule and his personality, his persona, uh, you get the on-field results to match with a, a high level of national respect for him already. There should be an opening to, to kind of be the face, potentially, of the Big Ten. you got to obviously win on the field. Well, if you're looking for the show to go on the road, that's going to be a very uh, short-lived deaf comedy jam if you have all the Big Ten football coaches get on stage and try to entertain the folks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, gosh, you think about it. Uh, you know, James Franklin uh, is is ve- a very engaging guy, very good guy. Uh, I enjoyed my interactions with him uh, way back when, and I don't think he's probably changed. He might be uh, maybe the the face of the Big Ten. He's been at, at Penn State for a long time and has established his program. But I suppose if you're looking for the guy that you want to gather around the uh, the piano bar and uh, you know put something in the tip jar that's it's probably matt rule he's Mm -hmm. he is probably the uh he's probably the most engaging personality i suppose that can really hold court and hold you know hold a room together i I would yeah i would suppose matt rule might be the might be the guy and if nebraska wins and is a top 25 team next year then then without a doubt he'll be he'll be the face of that group if there was a a Big Ten coaches talent show, a hidden talents, Bill Dolman. 
Like, we'll, we'll go back to, to my high school talent show. I did magic on stage. Please do. It was very, no very good. Way. I went in a full wizard outfit. Did it you awesome. actually? Yeah. That's insane. I ate a dollar bill and made it reappear. Yes. It was Don't want to know that. Uh, I did not make it reappear 24 hours later as some might. I made it reappear immediately. Um, <laughs> but, Bill, if you had to forecast, what do you think Matt Rule's hidden talent would be at a Big Ten coach's talent show? Or if you don't have one for Matt Rule, do you have another coach that immediately springs to mind what their hidden talent would be? You know, Matt Rule kind of strikes me like uh, the kind of guy like like Lincoln native Joe Glenn. You know, sure. uh, Joe coached at Doan. Joe coached at uh, Montana, won a national championship. Northern Colorado won a championship, uh, ended up back in South Dakota. But if there was one coach in the country who could uh, who could you know, hold the entire room together by playing the piano and doing a little singing, and that was that was Joe Glenn. And I could see Matt Rule, the kind of guy that if there's a you know maybe an idle piano in the corner of the convention center, that he sits down and uh, plays a little ragtime. Maybe that's what his hidden talent is. Or, or let's face it, uh, um, you could have that hypnot- the hypnotic uh, act of Kirk Ferentz that <laughs> has been lulling people to sleep for the last 25 years and stealing nine wins a season. You know, good on him. Um, but I suppose that might be an act. That'd be so good, the Kirk Ferentz high school prom hypnotist. <laughs> I don't know if he's a hypnotist or a thief uh, based off of what Bill just described. Sleight of hand, yeah. <laughs> Finds a way to nine is what he does. But, but you know, uh, in all seriousness, Nebraska in Matt Rule, they, they you know, Trev Alberts wanted somebody who's a developer of talent, a program builder, uh, wants this to be a developmental program. But he did go out and get a guy that, you know, we I, people saw him may have heard of him when he was at Temple because he turned it around. That was a big story. Then he goes to Baylor and gets on a much bigger stage and drew a lot of attention uh, with his uh, his uh, collegial nature, uh, got a lot of uh, charisma, great speaker. And, you know, he was on game day several times and never met a microphone or a camera that he didn't like. And when he found him, you know, he did a good job with it. And I, so I think people knew of him that way. Certainly got lost in Carolina, but I think that that has been a, 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 I don't want to say unexpected or surprising, but I think that has been a very pleasant benefit to Matt Rule being the head football coach at Nebraska is that he does exude leadership, he does exude charisma, personality, and that I I do think that's genuine. I don't think he's coming in here and selling himself and setting himself up for something better. I think he's come in here, and I've said it many times, that the state of Nebraska has, I think, had an impact on him and his life and his family's life that he did kind of find a home here for here for however long it is. I'm sure when James Franklin leaves Penn state, then everybody's going to get nervous. But I think that he has endeared himself to Nebraska with a personality that really draws people to him and allows himself to be drawn in by the people that he meets. And I think that's been an added bonus. Bill, uh, when we talk about just kind of standing in the big 10, Ohio state is, is always, a or, or 1A, depending on what Michigan was was doing, right? You had Penn State on the doorstep. You've had past years where Michigan State made a run and, and really was at a high level. You've not had Sparty and Michigan good, like nine win good in the same season very often. But as the world continues to, to change with four new additions, 
Who do you think falls? Who's posed or poised for a drop-off in this new Big Ten? Who's poised for a rise? We're talking falling and climbing the ladder. What teams, what transitions? I mean, it's a whole new world, and it's going to be a a knife fight every weekend, whether you're going to Minneapolis or you're going to the Coliseum. Well, I think Nebraska is poised for a, a a, a rock climb up the standings. I, I think everybody would probably agree with that. Uh, it's hard to, to, to gauge the, the, the newcomers, even though, you know, they've, they've had some established success. I, I think Oregon comes in at a high level, right? Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious about USC. I don't think Lincoln Riley has, I think that honeymoon is long past. Uh, they might be calling up divorce attorneys at this point. Um Look, let, let's face it, Washington, that could be – that they might have a tough rebound with DeBoer leaving. And UCLA, Chip Kelly had a bad year uh, and was on the hot seat. And I'm, quite frankly, kind of surprised that he's coming back. So putting them aside, Oregon at a very high level. Um, uh, you know, P.J. Fleck has, you know, found himself in a bowl game with a five-win team. Uh, I, I'm not sure that, you know, they're poised – to uh, to return to that nine win status, that might be kind of a, a fragile nature. I think Ohio State. Um, I, I, I prob- I'm guessing Ryan Day established a moving van company in the last 48 hours to help Jim Harbaugh get out of Ann Arbor, right? <laughs> uh, so he's pretty happy about that. So Ohio State's on the ascension, right? With Michigan gone finally, uh, I think I think Michigan State this with Jonathan Smith is a, it's a good hire. But that program's in kind of a shambles. They they were not left in in a in in good stead. So I think those are some big name programs. And who knows what, what's going to happen with Iowa? You know, there's been some speculation that uh, Kirk Ferentz may not be on the sidelines uh, next fall because his son's gone and and uh, Getz got the job as the AD. We know that's kind of a contentious relationship. I, I think he will be, but it's possible he might say, "I, I don't want to work here anymore." You know, my son's not here. I'm late 60s. I'm gone. That's a possibility, too. Bill, I want to switch things over to basketball here real quick. Big game tomorrow on the road. And obviously that hasn't been kind to Fred and his crew thus far. But how do you see Nebraska maybe pulling out a win even without Juwan Gary? Well, when you've got the hottest Dutchman in the world right now, uh, (laughs) you know, launching threes, uh, you know, that's you're, you're hard to beat, you know. Um, look, Tominaga had a season low 14 minutes the other night and scored five points in the win over Ohio State. So the good news for Nebraska is that they didn't need him. The really good news is that C.J. Wilcher has really kind of taken over that role. Wilcher's like at 55% uh, field goal shooting and three-point shooting over the last nine games. It's not a short sample. Mm-hmm. Wilcher has been the best three-point shooter for Nebraska over the past several games in conference play. Tominaga can be dynamite and dynamic, but he, he would disappeared at Rutgers. He disappeared uh, at Iowa. He disappeared in the game against Ohio State. Now you had mass, you know, having one of the great games in Nebraska basketball history. Tominaga has to have some dynamic moments but Wiltshire needs to continue to play the way that he has. Mass cannot disappear like he did against Rutgers. They've got to have some consistency from the big man going 30 and 10 or 34 and 10 like he did. He's not going to do that again. But 
17 and 10 would sure be good for Nebraska on the road. If he does that at Rutgers, they win. Tominaga's got to have some some you know some big shots for Nebraska. And uh, Wiltshire has to continue to play the way that he has. I like Bryce Williams. He kind of does things quietly. I thought his three-point or his basket at the end of the first half was significant. That kind of really put the dagger into Ohio State. And, uh, you know, without Gary, uh, I think Nebraska's really missing him on the, on the glass on both ends. And if he's not going to play, which is, I guess we understand that he's not, somebody has got to become a rebounder that may not be comfortable in that role. But they've got five fouls. Damn it, use them and get ten rebounds. Bill, before you chat here, I got two questions for you. One's a follow up on basketball, just real quick here. Is tomorrow must win. Um, I don't think it's a. I, no, I don't think it's a must win. I think Nebraska's done, uh, you, you know, enough that it shouldn't be in the, any bubble conversation. I think it's a must win for Maryland. What are they? Twelve and eight, and four and four, or four and five in conference play. Uh, I think they're in a. I think they're on the outside looking in. So that's the problem is that they're going to be scrapping for everything they can and trying to get, you know, you got to win on at home in the big 10, but I don't think Nebraska's in that, especially if Nebraska, I said this on the average Joe sports show, subscribe and listen, uh, that if Nebraska beats Wisconsin, Nebraska's in the tournament. I mean, come on. You've knocked off number one. You've won at Kansas state. You've beaten Michigan state. Who's ascended up the, uh, the conference rankings. I don't think Nebraska's in must-wins. Must-wins are at home. College basketball is a wild place, Bill. I'll just say that. That's why you got to win at home. And you, and you got to have those students fired up, and you got to have their anatomical references ready to go to be distracted. <laughs> and, and you got to have that home court advantage and take, and, and take care of business at, at the bank. Is that what it was called the other night? The bank. The vault. The bank. Yeah. I know. I believe it was referred to as it the was. bank. It was. Um, but that's that, the must wins are at home, especially at the end of the year when they have Rutgers. Bill, before we get you out of here, a report this morning from the Omaha World Herald, Sam McEwen, for the first time in history, the Husker Athletic Department generating 200 plus million dollars in revenue during the 2023 fiscal year. What's your reaction to, to that number? 200 million. That's great leadership. Uh, great vision by the, uh, th- those who uh, brought Trev Alberts on board uh, to be the athletic director. Uh, great excitement in the program with Matt Rule in the direction of the, uh, of the program. Probably a good decision to uh, put extra pops in the, uh, in, the, in the vault for people to enjoy because I'm Nebraska. Sure, Nebraska gets a slice of that pie. Um, but, you know, with the, with the money in the Big Ten and uh, what Nebraska wants to do, it's a, significant, uh, it's a significant thing. Nebraska wants to be a big player. They're spending like it, and they're making like it. So that's, that's good. It's positive. Got to get the uh, Pride of Fairbury prediction. And can you arrange for hot dogs to be sent to uh, one Gary Barnett? <laughs> uh, I could probably have the hot dog sent. I just he just does not want to know how they're made. Uh, again, that's a fourth grade <laughs> no, field we, trip we when don't. you go to Fairbury Public Schools. Predictions for the uh, the, the football games this weekend? No, or for the Huskers. Well, can do that, but but Husker basketball first and oh. four, minus three and a half Maryland favored. Uh, besides pain, uh, I, I think Nebraska <laughs> gets the elusive wow. one on the road. They learned from their mistake at Rutgers. Uh, the uh, uh, Jack Sikma's uh, Dutch brother has another great game for the Big Red, and uh, I, I think uh, Nebraska 
uh, gets their 16th win of the season. So there you go. And uh, looking forward to the Lions and Ravens uh, matchup in the Super Bowl mm. that bucks the script. Mm. They'll have to repaint the logo. Detroit, Baltimore. No, I, I think they will. Are you uh, doing this because you just think there's too much Baltimore or you don't want to see a Taylor Swift Super Bowl? I'm a little tired of that storyline, but I, I Baltimore's at home. I think Lamar Jackson's been fantastic. I did think their defense is great, and I think the uh, the Harbaugh script is uh, too good to pass up that the two brothers win their respective championships this year. That's what I'm banking on, though. Although I love the Lions, what a great story they are. But I, I think this is uh, I think this is Lamar Lamar's year and the Harbaugh's year. And I don't think Purdy. I don't think he looked very good against Green Bay. I think and no Samuel. Uh, there might be some worries in San Francisco. Brad Fairberry going with that lion roar. Bill, we'll see you this weekend. Thanks for jumping in. All right, boys. See you. There he is. Bill Dolman with us here on Hale Varsity.